welcome to 2024. I don't know what the rhyming metric we're going to use. The 20, the year for more. I don't know the year, the year for for four. I don't know, but we are back. I don't even know what we're going to use, but we're back here, guys. Welcome back. If I've missed you, I have. Belated holidays. Happy New Year to everyone here, guys. I am your host, Mr. Africans. Below me is the Maxit King himself. I am Maxit. We Maxit. All the Maxits. And we are here because back in October, we made some way too early AFCON predictions. We are six days away from it. And now we have an opportunity to look back and say, do we still feel the same way moving forward? I'll be your host, guys. Make sure you leave your predictions in the comment section below. Let us know what you're feeling. If you're watching this on a rewatch, let us know who you're fancying. We are six days away from AFCON 23 taking off in Cote d'Ivoire, and I'm pretty excited. But JD, you look cold. I am cold. How are we doing today? Um, good day to all the listeners, listeners and stuff. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm happy New Year to everyone as well. Yes, man. I'm, I'm pretty much good. Yes, it's a little bit chillier. Yeah, yeah. Outside is not normal, you know. But you're used to it because you're in Canada, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But aside from that, yeah, we're just here to try to reshape some of our decisions. I've just covered a video on my channel as well, mm -hmm. and Nigeria. Don't give me so much confidence, you know, but um <laughs> so JD friendlies are friendlies, you're good. I understand what you've you have said, but you know, I'm still struggling. Yes. So I, I'm here, I'm here to make my more clearer predictions, you know? Yes. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I think that that's a fair way to look at it. Um, so again, we are here to review. We had predictions back in October. Guys, in the comments, if you want to come in and let us know, either on this live or on the rewatch, what you're thinking, who would have won, who wouldn't, who will take groups, and let us know which teams you're looking forward to see or which players you think everyone should be watching out. You can give us a don't sleep on this team or a don't sleep on this player. You know me, I'm a, I'm a cop bird. Minus fan there, so I'm always saying Cap Verde, don't sleep on them, even at the demise of my own Ghana, but we'll see what happens. But we will get going again. So just to review the breakdown, we have four groups, six groups of four, top mm -hmm. two finish, and then the top four third place finishers will move on. So that's what it is. So third place, you're still playing for something, and we're looking forward to see that as we go through. So third place, you're still playing. We have four groups. We're going to get going with Group A. Now, I, I did see the video, JD. And with that being the case, I did see where you were thinking. I remember for Group A, so the team in Group A are Cote d'Ivoire with the hosts, Nigeria, Equatorial Guinea, and Guinea-Bissau. I had in October Cote d'Ivoire mm -hmm. taking it with Nigeria, Guinea-Bissau, and Equatorial Guinea. I still think that the hosts get the boost and they're able to take the group. Um, I think it's, like I said back in October, you have two teams, Cote d'Ivoire and Nigeria, who have loads of talent and tend to just underachieve just a little bit. <laughs> and I wonder if maybe Nigeria underachieves a little bit more. So I wonder if that's what takes it over. So I'm still going with Cote d'Ivoire, Nigeria, and then Guinea-Bissau taking the group you had, Nigeria, Cote d'Ivoire, and then Guinea-Bissau. So you're giving the Super Eagles a little bit of pop there. Are you still feeling confident with that choice? I know there was a friendly that makes yes. make you friendly change your mind, but how are you How are you feeling about this right now? Um, 
this friendly took place behind closed door, but I'm going to get footage of it and stuff. But yes, the first one, they had two couple games. They had one that they um, won it maybe like 12 nil. But obviously, mm-hmm. you know that it, it sometimes things like that, things like that, uh, that happen because they have quality players. And if you're a weaker team, they're going to just mow you over. But once you have to pressure their midfield and defense line, it tend to push back their forward superstars and cause them also as a problem. So I'm waiting to see if that's how Guinea dealt with it and won the game. Um, but I've watched them in the qualifiers and I, I, I saw that they can be got at. But I just believe that first that some of these teams wouldn't have the luxury to push them so far. Mm-hmm. But no, I kind of take back that word, you know. I think they are going to have um, struggles because they are using this um, tournament to work on also their World Cup form. Yes. Because that is important. That is the main importance. So they are trying to fix the midfield and also the actual defense line. The forward line is perfectly all right. If they're going to use a two, they can get two forward Boniface and Osimen up front. And um, if they want to use the three in midfield, that is more of a challenge. I saw the coach tried it once. Yes, so I think maybe those are the two things that they are working on. Um, it's going to drop them off a little, but I still believe that they had that type of talent to still get over the line. But um, I think I will draw it back down. Maybe they will get the occasional draw in the group and draw themselves back into a dogfight to win the group. But I still believe it's between Cote d'Ivoire and themselves. It's going to be a little bit closer, but I still got Nigeria stealing it, you know? That's fine. I, I think that's fair to do it. I think one of those two can do it. Guinea-Bissau, I think, is intriguing as a team that could spoil a few parties or make things those get a draw out of nowhere. So I'd say watch them for that. And Equatorial Guinea, never sleep on the Guineas, whether it's just Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Equatorial Guinea, Left Guinea, Right Guinea, all the Guineas. Beware of Guinea. They're there. Let's see what we have in the comments. First of all, Lord for a reason. Yes. Appreciate you. Nice to see you as well. Drew Ross coming in saying Nigeria's topping the group. Makes, yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. That's nothing wrong there. Lord, for reason again, AFCON will be managing this year with Morocco at their peak. Senegal looking strong as always. Egypt as a contender. Ghana might be a solid, might be solid this time around. Well, they'll be solid of something, whether that's disappointment or joy. We'll get to that a little bit later. Um, we'll go from there. Nigeria will falter. Okay. Okay. That's what we said. That's what we say. Okay. Sean, big up yourself. Good. Thank you for the subscription. We do appreciate you. Um, I don't have a, a rhyming take for what I want to do, but 2,000 by the end of the year. 2,000 subscribers. That's what we're going for. Yes. We're at 540. Is definitely doable. Doable? So, yes. Yes. If we, if so we go through we what, what we had planned for the tournament, um, that definitely we can get it up and running. You know? Yeah. That is true. That is true. All right, so we have those two coming in for A. Now, Group B, um, woe is me, my don't sleep on team, and the team that we owe either beats or we get snuffed out by. Egypt, Ghana, Cap Verde, and Mozambique. I had Egypt, Cap Verde, and Ghana as my top three. JD, you were very surprised with my lack of faith in Ghana. Um, yes, because you, you, you spoke on, on the matter, but you have not really placed them in order. Because I had my order, and my order never said what you want me to say, because my order said Egypt winning this group. Yeah. Yeah, and your order was Egypt, Ghana, then Cap Verde. 
So I, yes, I don't know. If, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With because I had Ghana and Nigeria of lately. They have they have the, the more um you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna stop saying they have incredible talent because you know what the big difference the differences are we mm. know the other teams, but because they don't get big contracts going overseas, we don't label them as big talents. Agreed. But some of them have equal talent, like the, the Malis, Burkina Faso. They are coming in with a lot of talent. Gambia, we clearly saw Gambia U20s, U17s. They are they have a lot of talents coming through, and that's going to make it more um it, it, it more closer. But we're, and we're gonna know about a lot of those guys' name. Well, I'm gonna tell you, um, we have the more published stars on Nigeria and Ghana, but that mm -hmm. don't guarantee no wins for none of those teams. I'm gonna it say doesn't. it again. <laughs> no, yes. it doesn't. And I, I think as 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 CAF has continued to grow, the the middle class teams have grown. I.e., there are there are lack of teams that will just take a. Uh, uh, Baker's dozen just for showing up. Those teams are few and far in between. We've seen a level of coaching. Every team has potential. Now, there are many leagues in the world and many players get their craft going there and it's great. What we've seen is teams be able to recruit well from the uh, diaspora, but then also develop from within. So I think what makes this interesting is you have a clash of that, but ultimately you are also dealing with name name brand brand versus actual ability and actual style and how they're doing right egypt isn't branded enough but ghana is more of the brand name of this group right and as a ghanaian i can say yes we are more name than substance right now we haven't been able to put it all together um, and we're coming off of an afcon where we literally got grouped we just had to draw one team and we couldn't do that playing a fullback I'm sorry, a center back as their goalkeeper, and we couldn't get past that. So I am a little bit hesitant. I think Ghana will make it out of the group, but maybe in a third place spot. Um, I'd like to see them play first before I say confidently they're top two. But for me, I think right now I'm still sticking with Egypt and then in a surprise for some, Capverde finishing in second and Ghana getting one of the third place slots to move on. How about you? I'm going to change my mind. Um, I, will, I will agree with you. Egypt takes the first first spot. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to still stick with Ghana because I just believe that um, they are going to get it together, get, together before um, the time. They are going to get it together before coming out of the group. So I do believe that that will help them to get the second spot. <laughs> just believe that they, could, they can draw or defeat um, Cape Verde and then definitely defeat Mozambique and they have the potential to even draw with Egypt. But I do see Egypt mm -hmm. have the potential to beat everyone as well. So that's why I have them slightly going over the top, you know, because the only thing I can see them drawing games, um, aside from drawing one or two games, mm -hmm. that's about it. They are going to be beat everyone, you know? Yeah, so... I think Egypt going first, but um, I will give Ghana the second. Some of okay. Ghana's players, them, I do believe that they're in good enough form. And the coach has enough time now to really work on a few systems. So they should be further in their development. And they do, even though sometimes, as what I've just said, they are more established names. But in Africa, you have a lot of guys on the come up, yes. 
but these guys even they have established they are established names but they have established training as well so they can put it together and get it right more consistent than the others that are trying to break out so i, I think that is what will help um ghana advance because of just the superior um, training and uh, evolution as to the stage that they're at at this point. That's what I'm trying to find something to give them. <laughs> I, I appreciate you trying to find gifts for us. Uh, but the day of the Magi was yesterday. We're good. Um, I would say this. I think Ghana and a lot of African teams, it's a question of stylistic play, right? I think you fall into the question of, do you want to play more defensive and keep a game close? Or do you want to play more up and down, get the game going, let some of your players play to their strengths? I think that becomes a conversation with, I think, with Ghana, with Hutton versus the talent. I think they have the talent to play a little bit more. And before this turns into a breaking down Ghana uh, video, we're not going to do that today. That's for another conversation with other folks. But I think with a lot of teams, it's stylistic and that will come through. So we'll keep it at that. But I think I'm curious to see what Hewton does with the squad, whether they can move up one way or the other. Group C. This is this is the tastiest group. Uh, there are solid teams up and down um, and a team that's trying to prove that they belong in an upper tier here. Yeah, but you said it's going to be a tasty group. I, I do agree. Guinea can cause problems. Gambia has enough quality but you don't believe that some of their quality is under 23 and they're not giving them the chance and they still keep the guys them over 23 to be in the team when you have the actual river um generational talents them under 23 but not giving them a chance so um because i've watched them i watched them played yeah we watched i am them. Not so i'm not so fond of them i know i think the team can be better but you mm -hmm. just have to take the risk on the younger players them that's what i believe well, I think the problem, once you leave the youth setup and you get to the national team setup, the pool is larger. So you have to really push. And unless you're really viewed or handpicked or selected as that, you have to really start to outperform to make it over the familiarity, right? And I think that's where Gambia is going to have that conversation of when do we transition? Do we wait another cycle? Like this would have been an ideal time to say, let's go a little bit more youth heavy with the squad versus uh, one last run with players who are performing well. I think you could have maybe mixed it a little bit more as we go through. But again, now you're looking at U23 players and you're saying, okay, start to get first team minutes, start to perform, um, start to get that consistent, get minutes there. And I think it's harder now to stand out versus if you're a young player versus a player who's established getting their minutes, they inconsistently, they have the roles at their clubs. So I think, again, once you move into that higher level, it becomes a conversation of opportunity for yourself, but then also now you have to make it past a group of 30, 40 players who are more established in their careers than players who are trying to now get their feet wet and get into that. So I think it's a conversation with all national teams. When do you transition? How harshly do you make it? Or do you just decide to go for it overall? But I think Gambia could be interesting. Gambia could be one of those teams, I think, I think Gambia or even a Zambia could be that team that makes a run and they're in the quarterfinals. You're like, that's interesting. Or they could be a team that every team gives them four and it's a learning experience. The, the range for those squads, well, at least for Gambia, is that. But we've talked about Gambia enough. What about Guinea, Cameroon, and Senegal back in October? Talk to me. 
Um, for me, I, no, I, I'm not really um, downplaying Gambia's chance to do something. I, I believe that they're going to be a solid team and they can mm. score goals. So anything is possible. That is definitely true. But I'm just saying um, they could be even better. You know, and and reach even further in a more a, a higher ceiling, a, like a higher potential um, team. You know, in the future, if they had brought up those guys from early into the main team, but obviously, say they had talent, and I know that they do have talent. So let's see if if the coach um, faith in these players worked worked out. All right, for Guinea, Guinea, I think Guinea is a, a good all around team, and and this is what you get with a lot of African teams. And even when they, you, you, we might not see the guys that are super talented. I think they do keep shape properly. And Guinea is one of those teams that will hold you out. It doesn't matter how good of a team you are and then break on the counter. So they are always a deadly team. And, and I could see how you said this group is going to be the group of group of that are close to it. Because definitely the two teams and below, the two bigger names, are teams that can rock with the big boys and stay in the games. And once you can do that, you can always cause as much problem. So I think I do have with your group C could be a challenge as well, but I just believe that Gambia could have been better because of what I know that the the quality the depth pool that they do have. Yes, yeah. Cameroon, yeah, Cameroon, Cameroon. This is a time for them to um, show up or show out because yeah. they could could go to go back into the ranks of the big teams or they could slip behind the Gambia, the Burkina Faso, the Mali, and those guys in, in ranking in Africa as well. Mm -hmm. So I think they have a last spell to try and break through that. Whether or not they're going to do it, I'm not 100% sure. I think it's going to be very tight. Um, and I, if people listen to me, I, I was not so high on Gambia and Guinea as towards their, as towards their overall quality. Mm -hmm. But I know and they have some quality. You know? No, they do. And I think so back in October, you had said Cameroon, Senegal, Gambia. I said Senegal, Gambia, Cameroon. I'm changing yeah, that. Yeah, man. No, send, no, no. I, I said I said Cameroon first. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. No, 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 no. Well, big I, bad Abubakar. Well, big I, bad Abubakar for you. Yes. I, I was I went and um researched a little bit more and the recent form and some of the injuries as well. Hmm. My boy from Brentford won't be playing, you know. <laughs> so you, you, injuries um, cause problems as well. So you can't just beat me up to say that I had Cameroon turning over um, Big Bad Senegal. You know, I think it's Senegal will scrape second spot, but it's not going to be easy. So I'm going to go with Senegal taking over uh, um, first spot and Cameroon take the second spot. Close. Gambia and then Guinea took the last spot. And I think Gambia or Guinea, any one of them comes third, will get enough points to actually um, qualify as one of the best third-place teams because I actually think they are one of the better versions of the third-place teams. I actually am changing it to <laughs> Senegal, <laughs> Guinea, and then Cameroon. I, I, think Guinea, I think Guinea shocks here. I think, I, know, I think Guinea's a team you have to stop sleeping on and starts, and this is me. This is me speaking. Now I'm not telling you. I'm telling me. I I, I want to see Guinea do it. I think it it's, it'll be a good 
And again, West African bias, all the fun things. But like, I think Guinea getting in second is more than possible here. But guys, as you're coming in, give us your predictions for the groups. You have the groups up there. How do you see your top two finishers moving through? Let us know in the comments below. But yes, I'm going with Senegal, Guinea, and then Cameroon making in on third place points as well. Ah, on wow. to group. Yeah. You can that one was uh, clearly different. What is okay? Continue, continue. <laughs> clearly different, indeed. All right, Group D Algeria, Burkina Faso, Mauritania, and Angola. I think we both agreed that well, we would both agree with the setup. Algeria, Algeria first, yes, Burkina yes. Faso, and then Angola was our top three finishers for this group. And I um, think it doesn't change. Agreed. It's this is it. Yes, yes. Algeria, Algeria. One thing about them on their football, they play some of the best football in Africa. Best football, technical. Um, they are they are just very good. Obviously, mm -hmm. sometimes the quality um can be lacking in areas, but um they still play like a team, and the way they play football, the real way you want them to be successful. So I hope we can use this tournament to really kick on uh, in the World Cup qualifiers, which is started off brilliant. They started off brilliant mm -hmm. in the World Cup qualifiers as well. So um Algeria don't think we are, they are gonna have much problems um to get the job done. Yes, so Algeria, Burkina Faso. I think that's, that's where I have them as well. I'm wondering if Mauritania can maybe give Angola a little bit more. I think that maybe. We'll see. Um, I know there's some interesting... No, I think they're going to be the whipping, whipping boys of this group. I think mm -hmm. one team... I think they're going to get beat. I tried to look at them. I think they're going to get beaten from everyone. Um, Angola will be the the, the, the the lowest beaten they're going to get, but they're going to get beaten just the same. Everyone will beat them. Beat them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to Algeria there. Group E, another interesting setup of squads where we have Tunisia, Mali, South Africa, and then Libya. This is interesting. We had... So mm -hmm. back in October, I had Mali, Tunisia, South Africa. Mm -hmm. You had Tunisia, South Africa, yes. Mali. Yes. How are you feeling about this three um, months later? I, boy, oh boy. We have to show respect to Tunisia. Um, I am going to stick with them at first. Um, South Africa, I would say the same as Cameroon. This is a time for them to show up or show out, you know? Mm. Um, so I am picking them second, and then Mali, Mali. The next four years, Mali is going to be maybe the best team, best team in Africa. You know, the amount of talents that, that they do have coming through, it's twenties and seventeens. Um, mm -hmm. Some of these guys much must translate, and it's going to be problematic with the core that they do have. So um, I like them, but I still think that because it may become a little bit early. And um, South Africa will take it over them. So I'm putting Mali in third. Namibia, not coming nothing aside from fourth. <laughs> yes, they are going to get beaten. Yes. I don't mind that. I I echo everything you say about Mali. The, the talent that they're coming through, you see it at the youth levels. Um, we saw it at the youth levels. Canada did. It wasn't fun. Um, <laughs> okay. Can... I never said anything about that. You, know, you are the one that mentioned it, you know? <laughs> You mentioned youth. I, I brought it up. But no, I, I think if you look at that, and that's a whole nother conversation, um, tune in for my uh, 23 resolutions for Canada later on. Um, but 
No, I think Molly has always had that. And I think it's about time that they start to show it. And I think let's let them peak a little bit early, which is why I gave them the top. The only thing is with Tunisia, typically you have more pragmatic teams with those uh, North Saharan teams, the Northern African teams who can play pragmatically to against your opposition. So they'll give you the possession, but defend very well. So I wonder if Mali can take advantage of those opportunities and really be able to, because if they can bury a few chances against Tunisia, it opens the game and that's much more friendly to them. If it's a close game, uh, if they have to play a Brentford style team, I don't know if they're gonna be as successful moving forward using the Premier League as an option. So I think that matchup will definitely select first place. I think Tunisia, I think Mali gets it done as a slight edge over Tunisia, but I won't be surprised if Tunisia gets a result over Mali just because stylistically how it is. And South Africa, I mean, Bafana, Bafana, they'll, they'll do something. They're always there, but I just feel like the other two teams are a little bit higher in terms of that. They can give uh, Mali some work, no doubt. They will make them work for their goals, but I think ultimately uh, Mali gets it done with Tunisia coming in second and then South Africa going in third. Namibia, thank you for being here. Uh, you're happy to be here as well. Um, so they're there. And fourth. then the final one, the final yes. one. Oh, you look Mar at this one now. Honestly, I don't really change my mind on it. Um, Zambia has Ghanaian PTSD. So we see them and we remember um, that they can go on a run. Maybe that's that for them to do now or not, we'll see. But Morocco right now is, is playing well. Um, they're still, people are still going to give them credit for the World Cup run, even though the World Cup was two years ago. Well, a year and a half ago. But but I mean, that's how things go. We'll be like, the World Cup semifinalists, Morocco, are now at AFCON. And that's, this is how these conversations work. So I still think Morocco takes the group. Congo, definitely, they're slaughtered where they are. But Zambia, ooh, Copperheads could do something. They could bother something. And that's just my PTSD talking. And Tanzania, they're, well, happy to be here as well. You had, let me pull up my trusty spreadsheet here. <laughs> I can tell you what I had. You know, yeah. you, you, yes, um, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. Mm -hmm. But what I have now, I, what okay. I have now, is Morocco slapping up everybody, which I had before. That you did. Because I, be, I don't believe in miracle. Um, <laughs> they are going to need a miracle for not getting beat up. Yes, so Morocco dusting out everyone. And they're going to be on the front foot as well. There is no back foot like the World Cup. They're going to be on the front foot and mm. be destroying teams. So they are beating everyone here. And then DR combo, Congo and Zambia will fight it out for the second spot. I do. Okay. I, I was questioning things. Wanted to give it to Zambia, but I said, okay, DR Congo, because I maybe have to watch it a little bit more. So I'm going to say DR Congo. Um, screw it, the second spot. Zambia takes the third spot. Okay. And t Tanzania, um, figure things out. Maybe this is a building phase for them. Yeah, more of a building phase for them, I would say, there. I'm agreed there. Again, I have the same group. Again, Zambia, I'll give them a bit of a, maybe they can pull something off here. Maybe they can't. We'll see. But I think Zambia, definitely, that's the conversation where it looks 
get a little bit interesting in terms of what they can do. So those are our top two. So to recap for you, Group A, Nigeria, Cote d'Ivoire, Group B, Egypt, Ghana, Group C, Senegal, Cameroon, Group D, Algeria, Burkina Faso, Group E. E, that's where you would decide that Mali beating everyone. <laughs> I did. It's All right. Group, so, so Group F, that's there. And then, well, Group E there. And then Group F, Morocco and DR Congo. That yes. is your top, and that's that is definitely fine. Mine are top four: are Cote d'Ivoire, Nigeria, Group A; Egypt, Cap Verde, Group B; Senegal, Guinea, Group Three, Group C; Algeria, Burkina Faso, Group D; E, Mali, Tunisia, and F, Morocco, DR, Congo. I am fine with that. Um, I, I don't know what else to wager you, J.D., because I, I've already given you everything I own, and I don't time, need the crap. Time, time will tell um, how it works, because I can tell Mali will let you down, but everything takes time, you know? Um, we run through it. Let me just go through the players that you're looking out um, mm -hmm. based on performances, who we should be looking out for um, as players, because obviously we know the time may be wrapping up, and maybe you're going to keep this short so you can yeah. rush back to um, something maybe another day or something, you know. So, Indeed, who are those Indeed. players you're looking out for? Well, I mean, you have so the big players. My pay, 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 but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, so so Cap has the article that was out two days ago. There are big players looking at from Mane to Abubakar, Girassi, Haller, Amura from Algeria. That's someone I honestly am looking at, and I'm intrigued to see what he does. Amura for Algeria because this could be a tournament where if they get the run of play a lot, he could really mm -hmm. look good, especially in that midfield looking from there. He's a young player in this older squad, so I'm wondering if he can do anything. Awesome man, I mean, we don't need to say anything about awesome man. He is there. The question is, will he get the service? He's a striker. He's not the midfielder or the center back or the goalkeeper sending him the ball, so his service will dictate how well he looks. Um, Wani is all right yeah yeah i think more players they could have picked other players than morocco team you know i agree i agree they give caduce this he's not fit fully so mm -hmm. we're waiting to see what he looks like i think the player that i'm actually more curious to see for ghana is inyaki williams and semenya those two strikers i'm wondering what they're able to do here uh, they're gonna go do good they're gonna do good they, they finally started to figure out their chemistry in their last games, even though results weren't there. So that's fine. I mean, Salah's what and they the gave. Egyptian. You can't just pass the Egyptian like that. You know, you keep on disrespecting mm. the man. I saw the man scored around 100 goals in one game. <laughs> you thought he was Will Chamberlain, you know? <laughs> no, that's true. But this is what Cap gives up. You have a list. What are some of the players that you're looking forward to seeing? And guys, let us know down there who are some of the players you guys are looking forward to see um it was similar on this list i was looking out for um mane mm -hmm. salah osimin um in this one zayek zayek um as well i was looking mm -hmm. out for him um I, and, and a few more on Nigeria's team and Kudos included in my one 
Inyaki included in my one. Uh, Kudos and Inyaki was the two main ones um, I was looking out for because I know that if those can click, um, not, um, Ghana can help themselves um, right there. Um, in, uh-huh. in Nigeria team, Iwobi will be essential. If he can't control in midfield, I think they have a less chance of going anywhere. Their forward line is stopped, but they need um, NDD and um, Iwobi working in there. So hopefully NDD is fully fit. If if Alesta is playing, he's playing more in an advanced role, right? So um, maybe that's what's causing him not to give the same passion to the deeper line. But he has to go back to his older days and put that shift in um, to see what we can get from him. Yes, um, Samuel, um, I think Samuel um, on the wing back as well. I think he's in good form now. So hopefully when he comes back, he can help out the Nigerian team. So Nigeria, we had a lot of them. Um, We're supposed to have Salah. We had Salah on on Egypt. Um, We had um, Mares, Mares as well. Man, let's see what Maris can do if he can bring that uh, the whole team. Um, Sebastian Haller, um, hopefully he can show something as well because he was a talent until he got sick. So let's see if he can pull up something. So it's a lot of them that I had on my list. I have some young ones as well, but I will save that for our next one. And when it, yes. when the tournament bursts in, we can talk about them as the young top five um, talents. Them, yes. Indeed, indeed. It's very. I'm very curious to see those players as well. I, I mean, I want to look at the rosters again just to see how everything breaks out. But again, most of the names are the big names that they're there. I'm more so in, intrigued about teams. Again, like I said, that middle class is now becoming a little bit more large in terms of African football. You have top teams who have maybe faltering a little bit and teams who are developing or moving up. So I'm curious to see the likes of uh, Namibia, the likes of Zambia especially, um, even like a team that's not here, but that's another conversation. Rwanda, I'm very curious about that squad. Um, but that they're not at Afghan, but we'll talk about them a little bit later. Um, but I, I like your list there. And I think based off where we are, how everything's going, everyone's watching, enjoying guys on the rewatch, let us know what players you're looking for. Um, let us know who you have winning groups. We're going to cut this one short here because we've had yep. good times here. But and we, we are going to be back for multiple series. Um, yeah, so we have no problem, you know, to cut this one shot because we are going to be back. They're going to see our face a lot. You know? <laughs> That's true. Ho- hopefully not cold, but but they'll see our face regardless. So we'll be there as well. So guys, thanks for stopping by. On the, again on the comments, let us know what do you have in terms of questions. Who do you see getting out of your groups, teams, and players looking out for? But until then, guys, that's the Maxa King over there. I'm Africans, guys. It's been great. And until next time, bye bye for now. I'm not sure.